Well, on my podcast, uh, I love talking about things in Cote St. Luke's, the city councillor, Mike Cohen, joining you and uh, very proud to have been associated with the Cote St. Luke Golf Classic, which has been uh, going on for over 40 years. I'm 60 and uh, hard to believe I've been at almost all of them uh, as, as an MC, And then for the last 18 years as a city councillor, it's just a lot of fun. We go to Meadowbrook for the day. We have a nice luncheon. And so joining me today are our honorees, uh, Joanne Cutler and Merv Middling. Joining us as well is Philip Maman, who is our corporate uh, title sponsor for the event. Uh, and uh, excited to talk it up. So again, it's Tuesday, August the 8th. Uh, the tee-offs begin at 7 a.m. till 10. And then we have a luncheon in Ashkelon Garden uh, starting at 1 o'clock. It's just a lot of fun. And there are still, uh, I think, maybe maybe two foursomes left. So uh, or people could sign up individually. So let's start off with Joanne and Merv. You've, you've lived in Cote Luke a long time. You're very implicated. How does it feel to be our honorees this year? Joanne, maybe start off with you. Well, it's, it's fabulous. We are very honored to be honored and uh, it's thrilling. Uh, you know, we're, we don't do what we do for all the, you know, accolades. accolades, but it's nice to have a pat on the back when you, you know, when you do what we do. Now, Merv, uh, Joanne is, of course, a Montrealer. You're not a Montrealer. Tell us where you grew up and did you golf where you grew up? I grew up in Australia. Um, I did golf. I started golfing uh, in my late 20s, but I was never very good. And, uh, and I stopped for a long, long time. And uh, I've only started back up since I've uh, lived in Montreal. I've lived in Montreal now for, God, 28 years, 30 years. It's been that long, hey? Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's right. actually been 34 years. I've, As his wife, I can correct I've him. I've actually lived in, <laughs> I've actually spent more time in Montreal than I, I did in Sydney. True. So, oh, okay. But I'm, I'm, I'm dual nationality. I'm Australian-Canadian, so I'm actually a Canadian, I guess. But uh. <laughs> it's, it's great. And let me ask you, uh, how did the two, how long have you two been together? And how did you meet? Uh, we met, eight, we met about 18 years ago. Uh, we'll be married eight years this September. Uh, Merv was already in Montreal. He had another marriage that brought him here. And he has three kids that also live here. And uh, we met because one of my kids was playing hockey. Uh, he was in double A, so he didn't play for Cote St. Luke. We, he played for Verdun LaSalle. Yeah. And uh, Merv was a coach of that team. We met that year. However, we didn't date that year. Um, I, I thought he was married. He wasn't at the time, but I got... I got the wrong information, uh, but ironically, a year later, we met online on a dating site and the rest is history. So we got we got engaged 10 years after we met. Merv actually proposed to me at the Western Wall in Jerusalem and under the flagpole. Yeah. Funny story. The, the funny story is I, I proposed to her under, under the flagpole because not being I'm not Jewish. I didn't know that women and men were separated at the, at wall. the wall. I okay. thought I could just go to the wall and give her a ring. Uh -uh. So he, he had to tell me <laughs> after, to adjust. You, after you go to the wall and put your little piece of paper in, meet me at the uh, meet me at the <laughs> flagpole. What <laughs> a what a away. what a great story! I I thought you were going to tell me that you proposed to her at the arena, which would have been very romantic. Oh you know? no, <laughs> no, you know, I, I had a snowsuit on. 
and, okay. and came, coming from work, I was very tired. I, yeah. I was probably snoozing in the stands watching my son uh, practice. And we both yeah. spent way too much time at the arena. Yeah, I I, I know uh, as I did myself as a player in those days, in my in my playing days. So, Philip, welcome aboard. Uh, thank you for being our sponsor. I know Lior Azarad, one of our co-chairs, Manny Young and Dita Burku, the other co-chairs, uh, you know, contacted you. So we appreciate it. So how do you feel uh, being involved in this event, which, of course, by the way, is helping charity? We have a parks and recreation bursary program where uh, the proceeds, the ex excessive proceeds from the event will go to this program. It'll help people who live in, in an, uh, with an income that is not sufficient perhaps to send their kids to day camp, to register for, for different programs. It really is a mitzvah. And by having someone like Philip step up, it's making that job a lot easier. So Philip, welcome aboard. Thank you for, uh, for having me. It's, uh, it's an honor. So Philip, tell us about your company and what you do. So I work in wealth management. It's actually gonna be uh, 10 years in August. Uh, basically what, uh, the services span from, uh, portfolio management to financial planning, tax planning, estate planning. So really just taking care of a client's financial needs from A to Z and making sure that, uh, no stone is left unturned in terms of planning and any of their financial needs. And do you have a lot of clients in Cote St. Luke? I... I, I don't want to, I don't know the numbers exactly. I can't really disclose those numbers, but um, I do have clients uh, in Cote St. Luke around the sea island of Montreal. I'm mostly Quebec based with some clients uh, in some other provinces. So people could definitely come speak to you between holes or at the, at the luncheon and, and, and uh, get some, some financial advice from you, right? That day, Philip, uh, you want to, you, you okay with that? Uh, yeah, I'd be definitely uh, happy with it. I usually don't, it's like, you know, I like to say like a doctor, you can't go up and ask him a question and they'll give you a full, uh, a proper answer uh, over lunch. But uh, it definitely can open up the door to to dig deeper and and uh, and be of assistance. OK, terrific. So, Joanne and Merv, we're honoring you for obvious reasons. You've you've you, you're 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 terrific musicians. You know, I've seen you perform at so many charitable functions, but you did something special during the pandemic. You, you know, people were, were, were stuck at home. People at senior residents could, you know, at the nice time could go on their balconies. No one could go anywhere. Remind us what you did during the pandemic. Well, the first year of the pandemic, as you say, was rough and uh, seniors were locked in their, in their apartments or their residences. And it was actually started by the city of Cote St. Luke. Anissa called us one day and said, uh, would you like to, uh, uh, do this project with us where we'll get the seniors out on their balconies on a nice day and you'll perform in the parking lots or outside somewhere on the grounds where they can see you, watch you safely. And we said, sure. And it started that way and very organically and it took off. We unfortunately had to cancel a lot of performances or reschedule them because we were outside only and if there was uh, rain or whatever, we couldn't do it. But in the end, I think that year around Cote St. Luke, we might have done a dozen concerts. Uh, fast forward now, we're allowed to go inside or outside. So the rain has nothing to do with it. We can still perform. And we now raise money for cancer research 
in memory and in honor of our dear friend Harvey Levine, who passed away two years ago. Hard um, to hard to believe it's been two plus some years ago. And over the course of the summer, last summer, I think we raised 4,000. I think we'll surpass it this year because we are booked for 27 concerts. Oh my gosh. 27 concerts we will be doing. We started uh, end of June and we'll go well into September. And not only do we perform in Cote St. Luke, but we perform on the entire island of Montreal, out in Bay Durfay or, <clears throat> excuse me, Pierrefonds. Uh, here in Cote St. Luke, 27 concerts we'll be doing this year. And we range from places like Elder Care, where they're quite ill, uh, all the way to beautiful seniors' residences that where, you know, the residents are able-bodied. They're just going about their lives. They drive their cars. They go do their groceries. And they're in, you know, very lush surroundings. Um, so everything. We do everything. And every single performance is so um, uplifting. uplifting for us and for them. And, and we, we're raising money for cancer yeah, research. Yeah, we, we, we like to say we do it for three. There's three major reasons we do it. First of all, we love to perform. So, yeah. Second of all, we're raising money for a really good cause for something we really believe in. And third and probably mo and most important is that we are entertaining these people who don't get a lot of quality entertainment for the most part. Mm -hmm. And and the joy on their faces that we see every time and the, the comments after is more than enough payment for us. Oh, it's amazing. So we don't we do it <clears throat> free of charge. Merv and I <clears throat> do not get paid. And our good friend Dor Doreen Levine, Harvey's wife. Yeah, is our is our techie, and she's our roadie. Yes, and and she's our animator, and she comes to every single concert, and she's a vital part yeah. of it. And uh, and it's the Cedars uh, Cedars Hospital a Cancer Fund for Harvey Levine that we raise money for. Yeah. So and of course you're you're the case Sarah duo, so you commercially still perform at events, right? Yeah, we do. We're actually a trio now. We've been a trio for quite some time. We, yes, we play at events with uh, our wonderful piano player and friend, Nick Burgess. So, oh, yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, we we have a gig, for instance, this summer um, separately from what we do voluntarily with Nick. And yeah, right. well, those are the ones we'll get paid for. But it's uh, what we do for um, charity. That's our summer mitzvah mitzvah project we call yeah. it but you know i got a great idea now i could see the case Sarad duo performing for Ooh. philip my man just before he opens up just to lighten the mood before he uh, gives a seminar philip do you see the vision there it sounds it would be pretty cool don't you think maybe I, i'll be part of the trio now it'll be a, well, a, yes. a trio we made could, in heaven we could speak <laughs> money 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 that's, that's it absolutely what what instrument do you play philip or do you play any i music? i don't play any instruments unfortunately <laughs> i, I was more you. of a sports person growing up so <laughs> that I was where the focus you how was. to shake a tambourine philip that's oh, good right? perfect go. i think we've got something here so philip uh, how long have you lived in Cote st luke for and you have your family uh, you have a family here tell us about yourself so i uh, moved to Cote st luke when i was probably 11 12 years old um interestingly enough now i live the house that i live in is two houses down from where i actually grew up where we moved our first house in Cote St. Luke. so the neighborhood is very familiar to me um 
the neighbors are familiar to me even now they they saw me as a kid now they see me as a as a father i have i have two kids i have a a daughter of five and a and a son who's almost three in august so okay um it's been always kosinuk has always been uh you know the city whether it's the aquatic center the camps uh that's why i find even the whole this whole charity event that money's going to is is we have such beautiful facilities and you know if some people can't take advantage of them or don't have them the financial means to do so like it, they're missing out on something truly special so to be able to to help them be able to 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 use them it, it's great it's a great opportunity yeah you you hit the nail right on the head and that's what this is all about because the golf classic was a golf outing for seniors and we transformed it and we're trying to build it up over over the next couple of years and with Lior Azarad our counselor who's responsible for sponsorship getting more involved this year we hope to turn this into a bigger fundraiser in years to come because it's very unique what we do in terms of people don't know there are people living in parts of Cote Luke that do not have a good income uh, uh, uh could be a single mother of three whose child desperately wants to play hockey or wants to uh come and swim and they feel terrible and now they could come in privacy speak to our staff at parks and recreation tell their story and you know as we build up this fund you know, we can help them. And so I think it is a great mitzvah. Uh, so uh, to wrap this up, uh, one more question for each of you. So Joanne and Merv, Joanne, you were involved for many years with B'nai B'rith Canada. You did a lot of work. They were, they're, of course, based in Cote St. Luke. Uh, remind us what you did for them. Oh, I was uh, in charge of community um, events and stuff like that. Um, we did all kinds of things. Uh, we, we took, um, people from the Miriam foundation, for instance, and we took them bowling, uh, Turkish. Oops. Oh, we, uh, <laughs> we helped the shade doors, women's shelter <clears throat> every Christmas. And we provided them with like, I don't know, it was 400 pounds of 400 turkey, pounds of turkey yeah. for yeah. Christmas. And we, we, we got would them, bring it in our cups and we would bring it and our hands would be frozen. solid. yeah. Um, yes, we helped the Shea Doris Women's Shelter with some clothing and different things. Um, we had a bar mitzvah project where we twin, it was a twinning program where we twinned um, a current bar mitzvah child or bat mitzvah child with, um, uh, with a child that was lost in the Holocaust prior to their own bar mitzvah or bat mitzvah. We organized uh, brunches at the Adapt Israel Synagogue, musical brunches. They were a huge hit. Um, but there was a time a couple of years ago, we felt like we wanted to move on and do something else, you know, so much closer to our own hearts. And that's when Harvey died. And uh, we said, okay, you know what? Now we're not just going to play for absolutely no reason. We're going to play for um well no reason we played obviously even then for people who enjoyed the music but now now that we're raising the money for cancer research um you know it just it's closer to our hearts yes yes exactly yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's wonderful and we 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 you know you're you're very uh worthy recipients of the honor we're giving because that's what we're trying to do every year uh so philip uh just want to ask you, you're, you live in Cote St. Luke. Uh, do you do your work remotely? Do you go to an office? Are you out and about, uh, in, in the community? How do, how do you, how do you fare things? I, uh, mostly work from the office. Um, mainly just from a point of view of balancing work, family life. Uh, I think that 
you know, clients in wealth management, people like to meet in person still. It's a very, there's a more personal approach, especially dealing with, you know, people's uh, finances. Yeah. Uh, so I always, you know, as opposed to moving due to COVID to a more remote kind of setup, I've always kept the office. It just allows me to kind of create that line between work and family time. So I know that when I'm home, it's time with the kids, time with my wife. And, and when I'm at the office, it's, it's time for work. So, um, yeah, my office is not in, uh, in Coast St. Luke, but um, it's just mainly because of the structure of, of the firm that I'm with. But, right. uh, um, but mainly, look, there are some clients that I do visit at their homes. It depends on a, on a case-by-case basis. Right. So tell us, Philip, how, how would people reach you if they want to get in touch with you? Well, they can either uh, email me at uh, pmaman, M-A-M-A-N-E, at asante.com. A-S-S-A-N-T-E, or they can give me a call, uh, 514-832-5131. That's my office line. All right. Well, Trip, listen, thank you for stepping up. Uh, Joanne and Murph, thank you for being our honorees. We hope for good weather on August 8th. We do have a rain out date, August 15th. We hope we don't have to use it. So everyone right. have, have a great uh, couple of weeks before we meet you at Meadowbrook Golf Course. Thank you. Thanks, Mike. Thank you. Great having you as my guest.